Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Cool. Thank you all for being here tonight. I'm going to stop putting off the abdominal sequence that uh, we're going to we're start right, right in with. Um, let's begin on your back in Supta Baddha Konasana. We're going to do some abdominal work here with the intention of enhanced breathing. Right? So we can get all in our heads about abdominals is, you know, the, the socially constructed idea of what abdominals should look like. But most importantly to our well-being is how they work, not only in how they move us around, but in how they allow our breath to move and how they give us more opportunity to empty our breath out and like how they can expand to allow for breath in. If you were to teach a class called Expanding Your Abdominals, no one would show up to that class uh, because we don't tend to think of that as being important. But if you're going to take a long or slow or deep breath in, you need the ability of your abdominals to expand. Take two breaths where you feel that, where you feel a deep inhale that expands your body always round. Exhale, front and back and sides of your body pull in like a drawstring, pressing your breath out. Get breath in and expand. and breath out. There's as much contraction as you can get. Right here, we're doing uh, some pranayama, some, some breath work, a kriya, well, that is a cleansing breath. It's not necessarily the breath we use for practicing asana because when we're constructing a pose and we're trying to support ourselves within gravity, we need to engage our abdominals throughout to some degree. Here, laying on your back, you're in a pretty good space to allow your abdominals to expand and contract. If you want a little more kind of a challenge there, you can place a block on your abdomen or uh, Zach's cat has done that like exact thing and, and created a, a breathing prop there. But um, Jerry, you've got kettlebells in your room. I'm just going to say, do not put a kettlebell on uh, your abdomen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, if there's one student that might put a kettlebell <laughs> to establish stronger breathing, I think it might be you. Um, so, but, but something about like a block. Sometimes uh, yoga practitioners use sandbags. I haven't, I haven't gotten us into the whole sandbag thing yet, but um, one more breath here where you expand intentionally. And then contract and press as much breath as you can out like you're getting rid of everything that's stale in your body, in your life, in the world. Out. Then we'll bring knees together and soles of the feet to the floor. And uh, stack your knees over your ankles, actually. So the knees are about hip distance apart, feet about hip distance apart. We're going to take a bridge pose where we lift on the inhale, expanding the front body. And exhale, use your abdominals to press yourself back down. Like you're pressing each piece of your spine down into the floor. And two more rounds like that where the inhale, it just kind of floats you up. You waft up, expand, and then the exhale, draw upper abdominals, mid-abdominals, lower abdominals in to press your spine back down. And then again, up, the inhale expands, float out, and then exhale, slowly back down. Land your hips there. Walk the feet out wide to the edges of the mat and take the knees side to side in windshield wiper twists. Accentuate with your inhale, lengthen 
the, uh, the leg that's moving towards center, like that press the knee toward the front of the mat, to the front of the hip extends, the hip crease opens. Good. One more round side to side. And then we'll bring this back to center and walk feet together and actually together, touching knees together, touching. You're gonna take your hands to your hip points. Walk them in, find the abdominals inside the hip points. Lower abdominals draw in. You float the legs up to a 90 degree angle, arms out like cactus arms or wings. And then take your knees side to side in belly twisting pose. So we're working into the rotational muscles as well as the front and back. We're gonna add the element of breathing practice. You, you are breathing and probably be your already sinking up breath and movement, but a really uh, strong breath out as you come back to center and then inhale as you take the knees to the side. So both sides of this posture are twist, obviously. There's the one that your knees come to the side and that's the shape of the twist, but then pressing back up out of gravity, leg bones back into center is the, the heavy lifting part of what we're doing. So as you move back to center, use the exhale to draw your abdominals in and you play with the pacing on this so that you kind of slowly lower to the side, but then really press the legs back to center. That can happen with, with some aplomb. I've been saying uh, aplomb instead of force. Uh, force is what Yoga teachers used to say when we would do abdominal kriya exercise, like exhale with force, but um, I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of force lately <laughs> in general, unless it's the force, like use the force all you want. You can come up with your own word. Uh, exhale enthusiastically as you come back to center. One more. When you balance both sides, We'll bring knees in and rock side to side. Just a little release there. And now, so those are the rotational muscles, the front, back, the thighs, the diagonals, right? Then you use the, uh, the side flexors. So cross your right ankle over the left, hug the knees together, nose to knees and knees to nose, curl in tightly so your sacrum gets light and your shoulder blades come off the floor hands behind your head. When you exhale, bring your hip and your elbow and your heel all over toward the right. So side bend right, then inhale back to center. And we'll take three more of those. Keep your shoulder blades off the floor. Exhale, side bend right, curl there, and then inhale center. Exhale, side bend right, and inhale back to center. One more side bend right. And then back to center, you'll put your shoulder blades down. Hug your knees in. A little rock side to side. And then other side, hook the left ankle over the right. Squeeze the knees together, heels toward the sitting bones. And you come up, nose to knees and knees to nose. Hands behind your head. Shoulder blades are for sure off the floor. Sacrum could be off the floor. Sacrum might just be light. And we're going to side bend to the left, bringing hip, heels, elbow over to the side, then center. Inhale. Exhale. Side curl. And center. Side curl. Press the breath out. And center. Side curl. Press the breath out. center and release down. Most side bends in yoga, we focus on the inhale on the lengthening side. But when we focus on the shortening side, right, that's when we would focus on exhale in there. There aren't as many of those in the practice. Um, so, so there's one. I don't know what that movie is really called. I call it the squirm because I feel kind of like I'm squirming side to side. But again, if you have a better name, I'll take it. Come on back to center, knees to nose, nose to knees. 
then rock up and back and make your way around to down dog. Breath in through your nose, fill up, spread your body. Open your mouth and let it out. As you inhale, come forward to a high plank. Press the floor away, lift the back of your head, draw your heart forward. When you exhale, goes back to down dog. Three more of those, timing breath and movement. And get the full elongation of the high plank. It will require you to keep the lower abdominals pulled in. So this is where we start to roll into not expanding the abdominals with the inhale. We want just enough expansion to get the lower lungs full, but then not enough to let the low back or the belly sag in the plank. One more. Firmness to the abdominals below the navel. And press back to down dog, empty up. Bring the down dog almost in a cat pose with the amount of exhale that you do, pulling the navel toward the spine. And then release that, look forward and walk forward into a ragdoll. And you just take some time to be upside down here. You could wrap your arms around each other, wrap them around your legs. Another good strategy is to take the arms between the body and the legs. Let your head get heavy. Let your face get soft. The upper back soften. Face soften. Let your eyes focus gently as you hang out upside down and the release of the day. It rolls off your back, it drops out of your mind. Do you have this as, a, as an upside down time in the practice? A chance to shift perspective. But by just taking our right side up world and turning it upside down for a moment, right? we're allowing ourselves to see things differently to shake loose what's not necessary, to be ready for practice within ourselves that we create an experience that's ours to create and to choose how we create it. Release your hands to your mat. We'll walk feet together and then inhale reach up to standing mountain pose, arms overhead, stretch the side bodies long, the elongation through your ring and pinky fingertip. When you exhale, fold forward, press your feet into the floor, pull your abdominals in, let your head go and breathe in, lift halfway flat back. We're gonna walk the feet hip distance apart and step the right foot back into a low lunge. Then breathe in, straighten your front leg. Breathe out, bend the front knee, back knee down. Breathe in, reach your arms up. Draw the lower abdominals back to support. Then hands to your mat, look forward and step back. Low push up, heart forward, back of the head up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. We're going to take the right leg on an inhale up and back behind. And exhale, have a big step into a low lunge. Inhale, straighten the front leg. Exhale, bend the front knee, this time keeping the back knee up. Press into your feet, reach up to crescent lunge. Ball of the back foot presses straight down. When you exhale, bow, fingertips gently to the floor, step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold.
Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Nice, elongate, bring your pinky fingertip up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flap back, walk your feet hip distance, and we'll step the left foot back. Bow lunge, inhale, straighten the front leg. And exhale, bend the front knee, back knee down, press into both feet, reach up on Janiyasana. And then exhale, hands down. Step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out, down dog. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, big step. Low lunge. Breathe in, straighten the front leg. Breathe out, bend your front knee. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, bow forward, hands down lightly, step the back foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, moving into sun A. Exhale, fold forward, press your feet into the floor, feel your abdominals draw in, press the last bit of breath out. Breathe in, lift halfway. And plant your hands, same thing with step back to chaturanga. As you press the floor with your hands, press, draw your abdominals in, press that last little bit of breath out. There was no hurry. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Like, I'm going to try to get full exhales with no anxiety, no hurry at the end. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Think just smooth from start to finish in the exhale. It's empty without going overboard. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And again, bow forward. Quality of breath all the way through. Really calm, really steady. It's like you're singing a note and you want the whole note to have a quality tone. Breathe in, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. Full exhale, steady, complete. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. And also the inhale, full, steady, even tone. Breath out. Exhale, empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Two more rounds, remember that steady, even tone in the breath. Inhale. And exhale. Breathe in. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Really nice. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. 
That looked great. Follow your own breath for one. We'll meet up in the down dog. When you do land in down dog, have a full breath here. Let things stop and pause and steady for a moment. Forward and walk or Lightly hop to your hands, breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale, Ukatasana, stretch long to your front body, breathe. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and walk the feet hip distance apart. When you exhale, step your right foot back into a low lunge. When you inhale, crescent, reach up. You're going to take your time exhaling, bow, and just hover the fingertips a moment before you plant the hands. Then inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you, reach into three-legged dog. When you exhale, fold your left knee in towards your left elbow and hover the foot just above the floor before you put it down. Press it into the floor to rise up. And exhale again, bow from the crescent, fingertips towards the front of the mat, but hover them. Then step the back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway, fingertips on the floor or your shins. And breathe out, fold. Stepping lightly is super advanced. Moving gently is super advanced. And take the other side of that's practicing. Sit the hips back. Elongate your front body as you reach into Ukatasana. Exhale, bow forward. Press all your breath out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. You're going to walk your feet hip distance and step the left foot back. Breathe in, press into your feet to reach up and take your time. Just a, a full quality breath. At the very end of the exhale, hands plant. Then inhale, right leg extends up. Move with that full tone of exhale, knee to elbow. The foot steps hovers a moment, then you place it. Press feet down, reach up. And exhale, bow hands to heart, fingertips hover above the mat. Step up, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Taking that same quality of movement in the sun B. Inhale, Ukatasana, sit your hips back. Elongate your front body, get breath in, lengthen your ring and pinky fingertip. Exhale, we're going to fold forward. Body and legs come together with all the breath out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, elongate your plank. Breathe all the way out, steady, even quality to the breath. In upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. What we're gonna do is the end of the exhale. Pick up your right foot, step it forward, hover just a moment, then plant it. 
back foot plants, you reach up warrior one. And then bow, take a moment, hover the hands right before you place them down. Low push up, it's unhurried, full quality of breathing. Breathe in upward facing dog. So the ends of the breath don't get ragged. Press back down dog. You might need to go with less range of motion in your postures. Get more for fluidity of breath. Pick up the left foot. Hover it before you step it. Back foot flat. Breathe in. And then bow. Breathe out. A little hover. You place the hands. Right? So you may choose to have a little less bend of the elbows in chaturanga. But a little more fullness of breath. And that would be uh, a more advanced, useful way to go. Down dog, breathe all the way out. You're having ragged, uh, stressed out breath is never the more advanced way to go in yoga. In a sprint, you know, maybe look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. If you take your time and quality of breath in. And then out. Same inquiry in a three warrior flow. Sit back, you breathe in, Okatasana, elongate your front body. And then exhale, there's an even, steady breathing as you fold. The end of the fold, get to the end of the breath. Then inhale, fill your lungs. Plant your hands, take your time getting to the low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. End of the breath, pick up the right foot. A little bit of a hover as you step. Reach up warrior one and then Again, the interesting play of exhale completely as you move into warrior two, continue focusing on that evenness of breath. There's no hurry, but when it's time to inhale, you take your reverse. And then when it's time to exhale, come back up through the stages of warrior two, of bowing as you bring the hands to the mat, a little hover, then the step back. When you're at the end of your breath, breathe in for upward facing dog. And down dog to the end of the exhale, unforced, unhurried, unstressed. Pick up the left foot, a big step, a little bit of a hover. And so that, uh, that that's more muscular work there. I'm not telling you to go easy. Gentle is rarely easy. Not for you to press outward, find a full tone of breath. Breathe in. Reverse. And then up through warrior two. That same awareness of where you plant your hands, how you step back, how your breath feels. And that tonal quality is, is just feeling a sensation. Nobody can judge it but you. And you don't need to judge it. You can just kind of be aware of it. Make your way back to down dog. Empty. And then look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more flow, same quality of investigation in five warriors. Breathe in, elongate. Breathe out, bow. Breathe in. Breathe out. Sit back low, push up. Just to the extent that you have steady, even breath out. Breath in. Breathe all the way out. 
Extend that exhale, pick up the right foot. Just give a little hover, then plant it. Reach up. Open up and toward two. Take the whole breath out. Make sure you're sitting as deeply as you can. Then when you inhale, let the left hand float. So it's not going to touch down. You're just going to reach up with the right arm. Left hand free. And then side angle pose. The right arm inside the front leg, but not touching it. So again, the arms are floating free. And you're exploring with your breath, full range of motion. And one more reverse where you keep the back hand lifted. That you're, you're not limited by that exploring the pose. And then exhale first up through the warrior two spot, the floor. You bring the hands to where you want them, pick up your foot. Good step back to down dog. If you're going to chaturanga, go to the end of the breath. Breath in. Press back. Quality of breath is your main focal point. When you're empty. Pick up the left foot. It's light, so you can hover it. I mean, it's not light, but you're making it light. Mass flat. Breathe in, reach out. Open up for your two. And full exhale to explore the expression of the pose. And the inhale to reverse without touching down and back. Right, reach up. Same thing when you go for that side angle, the arm inside the leg. Sometimes just by putting the arm to the leg, it stops us from, from moving and from exploring that full range of breath. Breathe in, reverse. Breathe out. Bring yourself back up to warrior two. Step back. Quality of exhale. Quality of inhale. And down dog. Breathe all the way up. Pause here. Again with the breath in. This time, let it out through your mouth. Work out. Come forward to a high plank. Press the floor away. Three breaths here. Looking for what we've been practicing called samavruti, which is uh, even turnings. So evenness between inhale and exhale, and evenness from breath to breath. So there's no rush, no ragged edges. And it's physically harder. It helps us develop mental equilibrium. With your next exhale, at the end of the breath, knees down, and then slowly you come all the way down. And we'll rest here on the floor. You can take a cheek to one side. You can take your hands underneath your forehead. A few breaths where you go back to that idea of expansion of the abdominals with your inhale. So that with your inhale, you're now feeling the abdominals press the floor. And of course, if you just like ate a burrito, maybe you don't need to do that. Um, you know, but if you just do a giant swig of tea or something, maybe you don't do that. But for most of us, there's gonna be a little uh, increase in the effort that we're using to breathe in. A little bit of an abdominal massage, which will feel the body get press into the mat with the inhale and then pull away from the mat with the exhale and do that like not bring all your attention to that like a really pull deep pull in and, and the release and the even kind of expansion and press outward one more of these as close as we're going to get to the the yoga nali or the the churning of the abdominal muscles because uh, because basically that stuff grosses your teacher out but um, it's the, the deep abdominal cleansing here and then let that go for a moment and set your attention on expanding your upper back with your inhale and allowing yourself to just drop in and be held by the floor on your exhale 
couple more rounds like that where your inhale just like imagine giving a massage to your rib cage from the inside and then when you exhale just letting everything go letting your bones drop into the floor and at this point the teacher wants to uh, remark that before we were getting uh, kind of drawn into the floor on our inhale and away from the floor on the exhale. And now you're doing the exact opposite. You're getting drawn away from the floor on your inhale and toward the floor on your exhale, which is the chronic uh, yoga practice of you create your own reality according to what you pay attention to and how you pay attention to it. Um, I just feel like I need to make that side note as a responsible yoga teacher um, that this physical illusion that we've just created of the breath doing one thing or the other is all our own doing and our thinking and feeling. Come back to your center line with a locust. We'll squeeze arms and legs and lift. Now, this is not an illusion. You are actually coming up in a locust. But you can do a few things with it, right? You can let the belly go a little bit and feel a little rock, a little of that massage. The chest will rise up and release down. And for some of us, it's going to be better to draw the abdominals in the entire time, keep more of a, a stability in the pose. Because the low back doesn't need that action. Right? Uh, if yours doesn't, for sure, come away from that. But if it's pleasant to you to rock a little up and back, go for it. Breath in. And breath out. We'll release all the way down to the mat. And so many poses are like that. There's different approaches depending on what you personally need. In the beginning of your yoga practice, we tell you to do it a certain way and always do it this way because uh, there is a kind of general uh, settings. And then as you advance through your practice, you want to customize your settings. And maybe from day to day, choose different ones. Up again for locust. This time, if you'd like to take your hands behind, lace the fingers, press the knuckles back, and click your heels together, press in, use the, the leg muscle to lift the legs. After we think about customizing the poses in terms of the shape of them, what the limbs are doing, and what the spine is doing, what the neck is doing. But then there's customizing the pose as to how you're approaching it energetically. I want that to be intentional. Um, sometimes we just customize poses. Every pose becomes lazy asana. Um, we're not paying attention. You can always take a, a gentler and more refined or more powerful and more refined refining is, is a mental awareness steadiness of your attention to it breath in when you exhale we'll release that slowly down take your hands underneath your elbows press up to hands and knees and back to down dog breath in long slow breath out Look forward through your hands, walk or hop to seated. And come over onto your back for a bridge or a wheel, if you like wheel. <laughs> Press down and lift up. One done night. So uh, you have five breaths. After the fifth exhale, come down slowly. Take your time. Back to Suttabhadakanasana where we started. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. 
hands to insides of your legs and allow them to rest there. Give a little press of the thigh bones away from the hip. So not a press down toward the floor, but more like you're trying to elongate your thigh bones out to the side. Press your breath out. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more round, breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Bring your knees together and hug them in toward your chest. Nose to knees, knees to nose. Curl tightly in. When you inhale, you know, extend the body long, toes toward your front wall, fingertips toward your back while your head comes down. Your shoulder blades might lift as you extend the arms back. Then exhale, curl in. And we'll go again. When you extend your sacrum, your lowest rib, the back of your head are all down on the floor. And then curl everything back in, nose to knees, knees to nose. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Last one, breathe out, curl in, tuck tight. And then release down slowly, head and shoulder blades to the mat. Pause for breath in. And empty out and curl again. Then in toward the legs. When you inhale, extend the arms and legs. This time as you exhale, you're going to bring your legs up straight and bring your arms over to the left. Then breathe out. Take the legs back down. Arms extend back. Hug in again to center. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Then inhale. Extend out long. You can bring the legs up straight. Take the arms over to the left. And then back to center and extend long. And curl in, knees to nose, nose to knees. Breathe in, reach long. Last time to the left, bring the legs up, arms over. And then reach long again. This time when you bring the knees in, keep the head down and bring knees in onto your chest. If the lifting of the legs straight up is uh, not for you, you can always bend the knees. Right? So the, the legs straight and lifting, just an option. <laughs> but for some of us, that when you're ready to progress and you're ready to get more breath out of there, more uh, uh, intense work, more, more forcefulness of, a breath there is uh, is helped along by straight legs. Your breath in, and then exhale, curl up. When we inhale, we'll reach out long. Then as you bring straight legs up, reach your arms over to the right. And then breathe in, reach long. And curl knees to nose, nose to knee. And inhale, reach long. Exhale, twist up. Over to the right. Then inhale, go long. And exhale, 
curl in, knees to nose, nose to knees. Yes, good. Inhale, reach long. And exhale. Legs lift, curl over to the left, right. And then extend long. Bring knees in, hug them to the chest. Excellent job. Have a breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Seeing that there were still arms and legs moving in that last uh, set is just super heartwarming for your teacher. Uh, on Zoom, it's super easy not to actually continue on with the abdominal series. So thank you for that. It shall now be finished. We'll take the soles of the feet to the mat, walk the feet out, and let the knees drop over to the right, just staying there. Let's pause, let this imprint for a moment. Of expand through particularly the left hip, front of the body there on the left, and get breath in and out. And take your right foot to the outside of the left thigh, give a little help. On your inhale, undo it, come back to center. And then knees over to the left and pause. All right, so pause first, just free. Um, let the, the right leg do its own thing. There's value in that, uh, particularly in the opening up of the front body. Okay, so the, the right side of the abdomen gets a little more here without the cross. And then when you are ready, if you're ready, take the left heel over the right thigh, and then you get a little more of the outer hip opening, a little more side body open. You might even get over to the, the left side of the back when you cross the left heel over. But that, that action requires a little bit of, of drawing in, actually the abdominals, so not quite as much stretchiness for the front of the body. Not completely diminished, but there is value in, in both the, uh, the variations. It's not just like, oh, well, foot over is more, so more is better. Just different. Undo, come back to center, pause. And a lot of yoga is like that. It's like, it's fancier, but doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's working more or better. Bring right knee in toward the chest, extend your left leg out straight. Same thing here, it's a really simple pose, but it allows the front of the left side to be open, that hip crease uh, to open up, and then extend your left or right leg up toward the ceiling, catch behind the hamstring. Press the leg into the hand and the hand into the leg. It was like your, your leg's trying to get free, trying to go uh, toward the floor, but you're, you're working against it a bit with the hands. And you just created an active range of motion stretch there. One more breath here. And then press your left heel into the floor. Draw your right leg in. Use the arms. Use your abdominals. Right? And so not as much uh, pressure out against the hands. More of the, of the hugging the leg toward you. And a different way to stretch. Different tonal quality to stretch. Keep your breath steady. Keep the sensation steady of the left heel pressing down and hands pressing into your leg. That's all steady. And then bend the right knee. Bring it across the body in the twist. Like however you like that twist. Uh, 
elongate through your low back. One way to help that, be sure that your knee is in line with your hip or lower, meaning uh, more toward the front of your mat, less toward your rib cage, so that your low back can be free and get the most out of this. If the leg is up toward the chest, uh, it's, it's a little too cramped in there, uh, the low back can get rounded. Breath in. Breath out. Pull your abdominals back towards your spine. Get that last little bit of breath out. And then we'll unwind it, come back to center. Take a moment to recenter your hips on the floor. Probably uh, skewed off to the right a little bit. So bring the, the sacrum level. Yeah, back of your rib cage, head in line. And then we're going to hug the left knee in and right leg out. This pose even has a name. It's called Ardha Apanasana. Um, pause in it. We tend to use it as just like, it's the preparation before we get going on something else. But there's value in letting the right leg settle into the floor and letting the right hip flexor be free. Let's think about how much we, we sit and, and bend at the hip flexor. Just giving it a little time to, to open. Then straighten the left leg, hands behind the hamstring. We're going to first get that real active work. So you're pressing the leg into the hands. Meet that with your hands. So everything's working together. Like the leg's trying to get free. You're, you're having to activate the hamstrings and the glute muscles in that. And you'll find just the right amount of, of tension on both sides of this. Do you feel like your leg's working? You're fully engaged physically. The, the end range of motion. So you've got just as much stretch as you can get on the leg with activation. It's a good way of working when uh, we're kind of mentally spun up and we want a good, strong physical practice to engage the mind and then press the right heel down and let the let the hands draw the left leg closer let the left leg just give in and say okay i'm going to stretch a little more and the legs being now passively stretched by the arms this requires more of us mentally to stay engaged, right? Because we could just kind of lock and load and then think about dinner. But instead, press your right heel down. Really use the quality of hugging in your biceps to bring the left leg toward you. Breathe and comb through any tension in the back of the leg. One more breath, just comb through. When you empty, get all the breath out. Use your abdominals, it's clear space. Bend the left knee and bring it across into a twist. As you do, let it move just slightly away from your body so there's space between you and the, and the leg enough for the low back to be in its natural curve. And, the front body to receive all the benefit that it's not getting too cramped by the leg being there, low back's not getting rounded. And we'll all feel this in different spots. The outer hip, you may feel some combination of abdominals and back. If you're feeling it in your face and your jaw, you might want to investigate softening that.
Next, inhale. You just unwind yourself. Come on back to center. Take your time in reorganizing your spine at center. Hug your knees in. Have a breath. You let out slowly. At the end of the exhale, unhurried. Any finishing pose or stretch you'd like to take, go for it. When you're ready, make your way to Shavasana. That's great, y'all. Thank you for being here and thank you for staying through that. It was not easy. Well done, everyone. Take a moment to acknowledge that, that you showed up and completed this thing that you chose to do, which how many times in our day do we have things that we're hoping to get done and they never actually seem to get done. There's something to these special events in our lives that have a beginning, a middle, and an end that we, we show up and we do, and then we take a moment to appreciate that we did. However it turned out in our, our minds, whatever our, our inner critic says about it, to follow through on an intention is a good thing. When you're ready to come back, start with a full breath in and feel your body rise and spread. And with your exhale, draw your abdominals in and feel your body draw in and sink down. Next breath in, you expand again and expand your awareness out into full body, arms and legs, hands and feet, start to wiggle your fingers and toes. Then exhale, roll to your right side. Uh, in your lower, it's rolling to the, the right side of the body, the east, the, the masculine, the, the day side of the body. But mostly we just do it so that you don't have to choose. You can then inhale your way up to seated and use your attention instead of uh, focusing on details that don't matter, to focus on details that do, the way you're sitting, the way you're breathing, the space you make in your body, the way you create your experience of yourself, 
way you can choose to recreate your experience of yourself anytime. We'll bring our hands together at heart center. And thumbs to your forehead center. Great work, y'all. Thanks so much for being here this evening. Namaste. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. Have a great night. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.